0: Wildflower. My name is Sandra Donnelly, and I'm the founder and creator of Wish on Wildflower's life enhancement coaching for women. My purpose is to help women uncover the truth in their heart, find their confidence, and live a life that matters. This is my story. I'm not sure when my fascination with wildflowers started. I remember my first wallpaper as a child was rows and rows of yellow daisies the size of my head. My dresser drawers were painted a bright yellow to match. One would assume that in this bubble of happy color would reside a happy child. I don't think I was happy. Even from a young age, I remember feeling different from other kids and wondering how to fit in. I remember name calling from classmates, being labeled as stuck up when really I was so horribly shy I didn't know how to insert myself into a circle of girls. I wanted nothing more than to laugh and frolic with my classmates, but my self-confidence was low and the self-doubt already high. Kids weren't always mean and I did have friends, but I never felt secure in the friendships and felt awkward in my own skin. Sometimes I would overcompensate for my shyness by being too loud. If I had any attention, I didn't want to lose it. Junior high wasn't any easier. I had outgrown the yellow daisy wallpaper and wanted something more sophisticated. I had purple in mind. We settled on lavender. My mom spent hours transforming my dresser drawers from yellow to lavender, while I scraped off the daisy wallpaper, hoping my insecurities would also be removed. My room was transforming, and I hoped I would, too. Gone was the bright look at me daisy of youth to a subdued, tiny lavender flower, which now covered two of my four-bedroom walls. I spent a lot of time in my room, wondering how to fit in with the other girls, questioning how life seemed so much easier for them and questioning were they really as happy and confident as they seemed? Grasping for anything to make me feel different, I begged my parents to let me wear makeup, to get my ears pierced, anything that might make me feel prettier and more like the other girls. Junior high was a strange period of time, and I now realize I wasn't the only one feeling out of place. As I moved into high school, I again was looking for transformation. I was done with flower motifs and pretty colors. It wasn't how I felt about myself, and it didn't represent who I was, or at least who I thought I was. I wanted a black room, mind you. It was the 80s, so the request was not completely out of line with the era. We settled on a gray room, always compromising, with black accents. The gray was appropriate, as my disposition often felt similar to Eor. In high school, I was still lacking a strong girl tribe, but had friends, and dare I even say I was popular, I sat with the cool kids at lunch, was on the dance team, and went to every dance with a date. Classmates still made judgments and put labels on me that not only did I carry around like sacks of potatoes, but I also started to believe the labels were true. Well, I believed the negative things people said about me. I had trouble believing the compliments that I was pretty, a good dancer, and funny. When I heard those things, I would look over my shoulder and wonder, who was standing behind me? It was hard to grasp those as truth because the mean girl in my head always brushed aside any positive labels. My self-esteem was low and my self-doubt was high. I wondered who I needed to be to be loved and accepted, just even to be liked never realizing there were already people who liked me, loved me, and accepted me just as I was. The self-doubt and lack of confidence kept pushing others away because I didn't know how to relate and let them all the way in. I ended up in a seven-year relationship with someone who claimed to love me and I believed them. However, I now know better that love doesn't involve lying, cheating, and pure downright crazy-making. At 25, I finally walked away, but carried my first love and the wounds for a long time. I don't know if anyone really understood how much I was hurting or how hard it was for me to face each day. I shied away from public or group gatherings. When I did go out, I did my best to show up and smile, putting one foot in front of the other. I so desperately wanted to uncover the secret to living a full and confident life. Where could I find these answers? Who could help me uncover my truth and the magic buried deep inside of me? Let me tell you a secret. Are you listening? No, are you really listening? It will never be another person that completes you or has the answers to the questions you have about your own self-worth. That's right. Another person will never fill the hole or the void in your heart. In my seeking to fill the empty space in my heart, I ended up in a 10-year marriage with a person who again believed they loved me but the relationship was rocky and not fulfilling. Let's be honest, how could anyone fully love me when I didn't yet fully honor and love myself? I didn't know how to have the hard conversations or stick up for myself or say, no, that is not okay. I hadn't yet learned to trust myself or my feelings. I just wanted to be accepted and believed this self-doubt and sadness was all life had in store for me, until I realized I had a choice to either stay in my marriage and make it work because that is what society and my family expected, or I could trust my instincts that life had more to offer and this was not the life I was meant to live and end the marriage. I did one of the hardest and scariest things of my life and chose the path of divorce. I've never felt more alone or terrified as I did after making that decision. I turned my back on the shoulds, the labels, and the ideas others placed upon me. I started to let go of my own self-doubt and started to turn my attention to what felt right to me in my heart. I got selfish with my time and my energy. I started removing the people and things from my life that brought me down and did not fill my cup or heart with what I needed. I surrendered to myself. I gave in and stopped fighting against my own desires and wishes. I learned to quiet the mean girl that lived inside of me. I praised the scared girl for owning her power. I took time to reflect, to read, to write, to learn, to love myself. I was on an open road filled with understanding, trust, compassion, kindness, and it was this road where the wildflower in me started to bloom along the way. I imagine it was hard for others to understand and maybe even watch as I blossomed into a different person, a better person, the person that I was always meant to be. The world doesn't always give us permission to be ourselves. We don't always give ourselves permission to trust what we know rings true in our heart. To have real beauty, to be confident, to be happy, We are conditioned to believe we must follow trends, buy the right clothes, and act a certain way. Non-conformity makes you different, but not in a good way. It is not surprising that so many girls and women find themselves in a constant comparison with others while negative comments of self-doubt run through their head. I recently came across a quote that resonates by Irish Murdoch in which she says, a flower does not think of competing with the flower next to it. It just blooms. Why wouldn't we bloom wherever we are planted? Wildflowers need certain things, butterflies, hummingbirds, bees, rain, and sun to continue to thrive and grow. Just like women need love, shelter, and security to feel safe. We are not much different from the wildflowers. The world needs the uniqueness of every woman. Together, we can create a field of beauty that perseveres through the difficult life struggles while providing beauty with minimal expectations, except those of kindness, honesty, and love from ourselves and others. We crave to be admired for our true essence and uniqueness appreciated for our offerings, and loved when wrapped up and presented to family, friends, lover, or stranger. I have always been fascinated with the bright colors of wildflowers. The unique design and their imperfections always struck me as being so beautiful. The way they dot the highways and hills in the most unexpected places, bringing reactions of oohs and awe from those that pass by. Even when trampled on, wildflowers come back. They are resilient. They are not held back by obstacles. Rather, they push through tiny cracks in the sidewalk and rocks along well-worn trails. Wildflowers seek the light and the sun as the breeze blows them gently in the wind and spreads the seeds of wisdom on to the next generation. The wildflowers continue to please with asking for little in return. What I didn't realize when I was younger is that my happiness and uniqueness would never look like anyone else's, that trying to be like someone else or trying to fit in was creating the exact opposite effect of what I truly desired. I just wanted to be me, however that showed up. I was lacking confidence and the inability to fit in because I didn't know how trying on different personalities to see what felt good, feeding and believing the labels and opinions of others for so long. It was when I finally turned inward and listened to the kind voice in my heart that I finally managed to pull away from the noise to find and showcase my true essence. Today, I find myself in a happy space just like the giant yellow daisies of my childhood wallpaper. I still have bad days and moods that fluctuate, but just like the wildflowers, I am resilient. I continue to grow and become more beautiful every day from the inside out. My biggest dream is to create a worldwide program that teaches families and children about self-love, confidence, kindness, and honor. If we could all learn to love and accept ourselves, it would remove our judgment of others and create more understanding. What a beautiful world it would be. Until that dream comes true, I will continue my current work of helping women close the door on the shoulds, leaving behind the old stories, and learning to trust and be guided by the message they hold in their heart. Look for the beauty in the wildflowers. It is all around you. We all have a story to share and a voice that is meant to be heard, and we want to share yours. For more information and to get involved, visit storiesofinspiringjoy.com. Stories of Inspiring Joy is a production of Seek the Joy Media and created by Sydney Weiss. You can find all episodes on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And if you like the show, hit subscribe, leave us a rating and review and follow along on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're creating greater connection and community, one powerful story at a time.